0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to The Daily Grind. I am your host, Colin Morgan, and five days a week, I aim to motivate, educate, and inspire you to live the life of your dreams. I interview some of the most successful and inspiring people along with sharing insight of my own in order for you to not only be successful in what you're doing, but prosper in business and life. The show is for grinders. People who don't just have dreams, but are willing to lay it all on the line and grind for what they want. Welcome everyone to The Daily Grind. Hey, Grinders, for a limited time, I am opening back up my lines and offering all of you listening an opportunity to book a free 15 minute call with me. There's only uh, a few rules to this, Um, one being just be as detailed as possible when you do book the call about what you are looking to speak with me about. Um, And number two, if you're looking to be a guest on the show, there's no need to book the call. Please just email me with your information and we can take it from there. Um, But really look forward to booking the call. You're going to see the link in the description of this podcast. I look forward to speaking with you. Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon. Either way, happy Wednesday, everybody. Hope you're having an amazing week. Um, Today on The Daily Grind, I'm sharing with you an interview that I actually did on the Career Metis podcast uh, about a year ago now, and uh, a lot of things have changed, but at its core this interview, um, I'm starting you out about midway point. Um, A lot of you know my story. If you haven't heard my story, there's a lot of ways to get it. So I'm starting you about midway point here, um, where we're talking about finding your dream job. Um, ways in which maybe if you are are looking for a job at this point in your career or you're looking to make some more money while you pursue your next big thing this is the way that you can do it so we're going to jump right into the podcast as always um, make sure the notepad's out grab that pen sit back and really try to dive deep and take something from today's podcast where I sit down with Nassar Ahmad um, on the Career Metis podcast enjoy. Sure. So let's talk about like, say someone who's, who's trying to find a job, like trying to find their ideal job. I mean, we all want to work for Elon Musk or Bill Gates, right? Like you have that dream job in mind, but early on, it's very difficult to get that. And when you set those goals for yourself, sometimes, even though they may be attainable in the long run, in the short term, they're not attainable. So when you're looking for a job, like, especially early on, all you're trying to be, all I would say is just try to build your skill. So if you're trying to work for X, then go ahead and work for some smaller companies that are going to build your skill up. And that doesn't stop you from going out and searching your dream job. I mean, nowadays with technology, you don't have to hand in a resume, right? Like you don't have to go and write a resume out and hand it in. There's so many different things that you can do. I know people who Grab their cell phone, they snap a 45 second video of themselves saying, Hey, this is Colin Morgan. I am a marketing and sales expert. This is what I've done in the past. Here's how I can help your company. I would love to sit down with you and see if me being a part of your company would be a good fit. That 45 second or 15 second video, I swear to God, will give you more inter- get you more interviews than any resume out there because people are looking for people nowadays. Um, even though some people are, are, still, they look at a resume, they're looking at a resume cause that's all they got, right? Like, I'm sure you know that Nassar, like, yeah, you're, you're looking to hire, you have 15 resumes. That's all you're looking at. But if someone were to come across the desk and do something different and be personable and take initiative, like they're at the top of the list, regardless if you hire them or not, you're at least going to get an interview. So what I would say is like, you're looking for a job. All you have to do is every single day. Do something that's going to improve your skill to get you to a point where you feel comfortable enough to do that video. You feel comfortable enough to reach out to that CEO or boss. So things like reading and things like executing, because I think a lot of people read uh-huh. sorry, like a lot of people read a book, but then that's it. Like I am more in the, along the lines of read a paragraph, take something from that paragraph and start implementing that. And if you do that, then you're going to start seeing the results that you want to see.
1: Yeah, that is so true, right? Because the old axiom is knowledge is power. But nowadays, knowledge is power when it is applied properly. I can read five books, like classic example, like uh, you and I, we run podcasts. We could read and watch videos. I think what you have done is you went on one interview as a guest. And the next thing you know, you started your own podcast. Yeah. Um, And I mean, just a quick shout out to your podcast. Doing five episodes a week and I've heard some of your interviews, that's a huge feat. But you yep. got started somewhere and as you started and you started doing more and more, you became better. And that's where a lot of people get hung up. They might think of, okay, I want to be like Colin. I want to start do something like this, but I don't know if I can get five people a week. But that's not the way to look at it, right? You have to think about start getting started.
0: Yeah, it's just doing the first one and like anyone listening, like my first podcast, like it sucked. The first time I did a podcast, it it was bad. Like I I didn't know what I was doing. I was sitting down, I was fumbling over my words. I had no idea what I was doing. But Mm -hmm. once you do them, then you get better. And it's just like you said, right? It's the task of getting five guests a week is huge, but you have to get the first guest. And once you get the first guest, then worry about number two, then worry about number three. Just do it one step at a time and then all of a sudden, like when, before, I before I recorded my first episode, I had thirty five yeses from people who wanted to be on my show that hadn't even started yet, and that's when I knew I kind of had
1: something. That that's that's amazing. So the the just the, the model of what you just discussed is small steps uh, every day or consistently will take you to take you to the places that you sometimes would not have imagined. So that's amazing. Yeah, I wanted to go back to what you do as a business because you mentioned business plan. I know for any student, anyone, regardless of what age group, you're, I'm sure you've heard what a business plan is, why it is important, and how the chances of, you're increasing your chance of success. What are your thoughts on applying that to an individual? So businesses, they're an entity, they have a business plan. What about What about individuals, like someone who wants to start their career or start a company or start a freelancing career?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think first things first, like, when you hear the word business plan, I was the same way. There's a negative sort of connotation towards it. No one wants to write a business plan, right? Like they're long, long-winded, filled with information. You're going to use it once. That's what we don't do. We create sort of modern business plans that are very short, concise to the point. And if you're starting out as a freelancer or as an individual, the sort of metaphor that I would equate that to is if you're, if I'm here in Niagara and I'm trying to drive to Toronto where Nassar is, and I've never been there before. The first thing that I do is I go on my phone and I type in Nassar's address and a GPS pops up, right? It gives me the fastest route to get there. Now, there may be an accident that comes my way. There may be a roadblock. There may be a toll booth, but I know how to get to Nassar's address. And if I hit a roadblock, I take a a detour It's going to get me back on track. So that's the way we look at a business plan is if you've never been somewhere before, if you're trying to start a business and you have no idea what it's going to take to become profitable, putting together a simple, concise, flowing plan for yourself is going to make you avoid a ton of mistakes. If you're looking for a location instead of going and sourcing a location before you understand what you can afford, like that's going to put you in the hole for a lot of months so a plan just gets you to a point where when you're open for the first day, you're profitable, you understand how to make money, you understand your expenses, and you understand the steps that you're going to have to take in order to become successful.
1: That's amazing. So you, you start off by knowing where you want to go. And the benefit of that planning is you are able to know, uh, you're able to do a planning in advance. So you're trying to avoid all the mistakes. It also saves you time in the long run because if Tons you- of time. Yeah. So like going back to the Niagara, Niagara to Toronto examples, right? If you have never looked at the map and you kept driving south, then you realize you're going in the wrong direction. Then you have to do a course correction. You might reach Toronto, but you may not reach in two hours. It might take you 20 hours or two days. And that's a great, I love that analogy. Yeah.
0: And I mean, you know what? You'll eventually, like I always tell people, you'll eventually get to where you want to be, but how many mistakes and how much money is that going to take you to get there? It's like having a coach, right? If if someone can help you accelerate the process, even by a day, it's worth it because it's worth not making those mistakes over and
1: over and over again. That is so true. And just uh, before we move on, just I wanted to apply the same analogy of a business plan to an individual. Let's say you just recently graduated or you are trying to get your next job. You're trying to switch career into something else the first and foremost thing, just to go back to Colin's analogy, is to understand where you want to go and write and jot down the ideas, how you can get there. And then once you get started on that, uh, you will have a higher chance of success than someone who just has a pipe dream or a goal. Exactly. And then reach out to people too. Like there's a lot of
0: people who have been exactly in your situation. And one thing that I've learned doing five day a week podcast, interviewing people is like, people are open to helping you. Mm-hmm. They want to help you. They, they understand that they were in the same position as you. And if they can help you even, like I said, even by a minute or a day or an hour, they will.
1: So let me ask you this because I know I, I promised at the beginning, I'll get back to the podcast. You did. You just mentioned this right now. How has your podcast changed your career and your life?
0: Well, I think the biggest thing, the biggest obstacle and struggle that a business has or that an entrepreneur has or a freelancer has is obscurity. Mm -hmm. It's people not knowing who you are and what you do. So for me, what a podcast has done is sort of put me at the forefront. So when someone goes on a website or when someone Googles my name, I'm viewed as an authority figure, even though I'm not okay. (laughs) I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I am not the most famous person in the world. I don't make the most amount of money. But what it does is it puts you in that category. So when you speak to someone like Seth Godin, people think that, wow, he must be in touch with Seth Godin. He must be at that level. That's what people perceive that as. So for me, podcasting has taken me out of obscurity. Mm-hmm. It's put me more at the forefront and it's allowed me to do different things. Like our services, say, for an example, before we started podcasting, we're around, say, 2500 $2,500. Now they're around $5,000 and the only way we were able to do that is now when people contact us, they understand who we are, who I am and what we can do for them. And that's the biggest thing. People don't buy what you do. They buy who you are.
1: Wow. People don't buy what you do. People buy who you are. That's, that's actually very profound. And you did, you did provide some examples in the between and you gave some specific examples how that impacted your business. But what I'm hearing is it's basically reverse engineering, right? You mentioned at the beginning, let's say you're trying to, you know, do something new, find a new career. Yep. Uh, you, initially, you're, very, uh, you're putting yourself out there, you're sending a resume. But if you switch the gears and if you have built a brand for yourself, you, there's a good chance people would come to you. And even if you're reaching out, you are putting yourself ahead of the pack.
0: Exactly. I had someone on my show. I think his name was Morgan. I forget his last name. Funny enough, his first name's Morgan. <laughs> um, and uh, he started a kind of like a sales series on YouTube. And he had just an average job. He was just a sales rep. And then from that sales series, he got picked up by one of the top sales companies in the world. And now he's working for them. And I promise you, the only way he did that was from his his sales series that he does on YouTube. And it's just content. Everyone, has, everyone can have a voice nowadays. And uh-huh. it's whether you're willing to put in that time and it's whether you're willing to overcome that fear of rejection and that fear of embarrassment, of what you think is embarrassment. If you can put that behind you, you're going to see so much success going forward.
1: That is so true. Now, how, was it nerve-wracking when you first did it, like in terms of your comfort zone?
0: <laughs> I'll give you a funny story here, Nasad. So my first... I would say 25 recordings. Okay? Mm-hmm. I was so nervous. I sat down in front of my mic. I had no shirt on. I had a towel cuz I was sweating so much. Wow. Okay. <laughs> like it, it for me it was something completely foreign. I had no idea what I was doing. And I'm I'm still young, but like it's something where I was like, you know, how am I speaking with John Lee Dumas? Why does he want to speak with me? I'm nervous. I'm trying to prep like it sucked for a little bit, but over time you start to get more comfortable. And now I'm sitting here in a, in a robe drinking a coffee. So it's, it, things have changed.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is so true. So the, the story here, the moral of the story is, you know, it is going to be nerve wracking, but once you do it, you get to a point where you probably might even enjoy it and you don't feel the nerves, but the impact on your career, on your business, on your life is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And I was going to ask you the question. I think you touched on an example of an individual who started a sales series. Would you recommend that? I, I think podcasting is the ultimate branding and networking tool. I believe that, but I want to hear from you. If someone listening to this, they are not sure they have something to talk about, or they don't, have, they don't consider themselves an expert, would you still recommend them to get into podcasting?
0: Sure. Sure. I mean, even if you don't have an audience, like one thing that I've learned is when you sit behind a mic and you just talk, you get better at speaking, Mm -hmm. like you get better at at business. You understand that I'm struggling in these areas. I need to get more well-versed. I need to start reading more because my vocabulary isn't where it needs to be. So it's the same thing with podcasting or blogging. Like Seth Godin, he says you should blog every day and it's not for people to read it's for you mm. and when you write you get better and you start to become more profound and understand things more and understand how to improve yourself so i mean for anyone listening like maybe starting a 5 day a week podcast or doing something in you know, a doing with the career metas podcast maybe that's not for you but i'm telling you just sit even in front of your phone and just record yourself you're going to get better at whatever it is that you're doing so I don't know if that answers your questions as much. I mean, in terms of being a podcaster, maybe not for everyone, but I'm sure speaking in front of a camera or a microphone is going to help you in whatever you do.
1: Yeah, that is amazing. So uh, the reason I asked that question is initially when someone listen to this they think okay, this is not for me. But I, I have heard a sto- I've heard stories of individuals who like there was a there was a story of a woman who actually Wrote a blog post, created a blog, wrote wrote a blog post, and basically wrote uh, how uh, how how she would improve Airbnb if she worked there. And yeah. then once she wrote it, I'll I'll try to find the story and reference this when this podcast gets co- live. But then she sends a tweet out to Brian Chesky, the founder, and then the next thing you know, you know, she was called in for an interview. She has a job. So that's those are the different things you can do. All of a sudden, you're no longer that you're not lost in the sea of candidates. You're all of a sudden like you're different. You're memorable.
0: Exactly. Like anything that you do is going to, anything you do that's going to step outside of the box and show, because CEOs, like I said, they're not looking for a resume. They're not looking that you have this certain type of degree. They're looking for motivated Uh people who want to improve. Like that's what they're looking for nowadays.
1: Okay. So Another question I wanted to ask you is, I mean, you're constantly working on your brand. You build a great foundational system, the podcast. How do you keep yourself going when when you hit a point where anything you do, you get a point where this gets routine? How do you keep going?
0: I think it's having a, a vision in place. And I think that that goes back to a bit of goal setting. But it's not like I'm setting something for my, setting my a goal for myself that's unattainable. Like my goal is just to get better every single day and provide a ton of value to people. And for me, like I just enjoy it. Like maybe that's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Maybe doing a couple posts on social media and doing those things isn't for everyone, but for me I just want to provide value to people. I'm not looking to get millions of people who follow me. I'm looking to get 100 people who really like what I do. And that's my initial goal. And now it's a 1,000 and then it's 10,000. So it's just kind of building on what I have started. And I understand that right now, I don't have as many followers as someone who is more successful, but they've been doing it longer. Like they've been in the same position that I'm in. They're in the same position that you've been in, Nassar. So it's Mm -hmm. just about every single day Doing something, providing value to what I believe people want to hear, not what I think is right.
1: No, that is so true. So it's, it's providing them consistent value that keeps you going, right? Yeah. You take yourself out of the equation, and no matter how big or small your audience is, there are people out there waiting to hear your message. So you consistently go, and that, that could apply to podcasts, blogs, yep. you go to YouTube videos. So that, that makes total sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Any type of content out there that you could just provide for yourself. And even if one person reads it, it's still, like I said, it's still gonna help you, which is most important.
1: Perfect. So now I would like to ask you some suggestions for the audience. So you you gave a lot of ideas. You showed your example. If someone listening to this and let's say they are a total beginner, what do you recommend? Where do you recommend they start? Like they want to build a brand, they want to be found. Where where are some of the things you recommend for them?
0: Well, I think the biggest thing is just starting. So you have to understand like what type of brand, that's the something that you want to think about. That's something that I didn't do great at the beginning was like, what message are you trying to share with people? Once you understand what message you're trying to share, then it becomes a little bit easier. So when I say like what message depends on if you want likes, like if you want to post stuff on social media for likes and follows in terms of fancy cars and good-looking people and people in bikinis, mm-hmm. or if you want to be someone who is providing more value to people, which I think in the long run is going to be more successful than than the first. So some things that you can do is just posting on social media, doing a blog, reaching out to people. You have to start somewhere, but anything that you can do consistently, whether it be one post a day or one post a week, as long as you stay consistent with it, things will start to grow. So, I don't know if that answers your question exactly, but it's kind of understanding what message you want to share and then just starting something.
1: I really like that because sometimes you ask, uh, let's say an expert and they all say you should do this, right? Or like someone asked me, uh, you you you're right. Like not everybody should do everything or like not everybody should podcast not everybody should be a youtuber they have to find first of all where they need to reach and where their audiences start a niche but the most important thing is doing something consistently if possible every day
0: yeah exactly love it
1: okay that's that's amazing so we i mean there's a lot of amazing ideas you have shared throughout the interview we are coming to the close here colin and before we wrap up any last words any last piece of advice you would like to give the audience
0: You know, for anyone out there who is thinking about starting something or who wants to get out of a current position that you're in or is looking for a job, don't let fear hold you back. Like, don't let the fear of what if this doesn't work or I'm going to do this and what if, you know, my friends laugh at me? What if my family thinks that what I'm doing is wrong? All of those negative thoughts and noise in your head is just you. All you have to do is get up, take one small step every single day to reach your goal. And don't be fearful. Don't let fear, don't let what other people think hold you back from doing what you really want to do. And I think that that's a problem around in the world today, especially in the social media age that we live in, is that we don't think we're good enough or we don't think we drive a nice enough car or have nice enough clothes. Like, Be happy with who you are and don't let fear hold you back.
1: That's an amazing Amazing wrap-up, amazing piece of advice, of course. I think that is universal and that applies for everyone, so I'm glad you shared that. After listening to this, Colin, if people wanted to reach out to you, how can they find you? How can they reach out to you?
0: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll provide you with all my social media links. You can visit dailygrindpodcast.com. If you're in business or you're looking to start a business, visit plan the number 2 profitca Send us an email. Let us know that you listen to the Career Menace podcast. We'll give you 15 to 30 minutes of our time to help you. And if there's a fit and we think that we can provide you with some value, we'll see what we can do for you. But just visit the site, learn more about us, follow me on social media. And if you need any help, we'd be happy to, to give you 15 to 30 minutes to see how we'd be able to help you.
1: That's amazing. Thanks for, And thanks for that uh, offer as well. Colin, it was a pleasure. Uh, you shared amazing pieces of, of wisdom throughout the episode. I'm sure the audience also found it very, very valuable.
0: Nassar, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really love what you're doing here with the Career Medis Podcast and your blog. You're providing a ton of value to people, and uh, I want to thank you for having me on. Thank you, Colin.
1: Thanks, folks, for listening to uh, yet another episode of the Career Medis Podcast. I have written a brief summary of the interview with the resources that Colin has provided and you can find it as a blog post on careermedis.com, SoundCloud, and YouTube. If you like what you heard, feel free to subscribe to the Career Medis podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, uh, and for more content, ideas, resources, go to careermedis.com. If you really enjoyed this episode and also learned something new, feel free to post a comment and review. Uh, until next time, this is Nisar Ahmad, your host for the Career metas podcast. Thank you.